we bring you the ditty of beans. Cool beans. beans. Wow. Beans is cool beans. Cool, cool beans. Might even say <laughs> cool, cool beans. Beans, cool beans. Cool frijoles. Be- <laughs> okay. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over your death, right? Let's back this ruler. Yeah! Let's go wild, man. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Les Talk, LES, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're super excited to be back with you guys. Oh, yes. Week one is starting tomorrow. We um, are psyched. What are you going to say, Dan? Can I just apologize for my Spanish real quick? <laughs> <laughs> the only Spanish class days. I've had is in first grade, so I apologize if I offended anyone with that. Honestly, that's kind of impressive, though. Pretty first good, grade. You, <laughs> you took Spanish in first grade? Yep. Wow. In Virginia, we had a Spanish once a week. Wow. Dang. Pretty wow. fun. Virginia, very, very progressive. Cool is mm. means. That's, that's very good. Dan. Educational. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, should we talk some football? Let's talk some football. So we're, we're running right in the week one. You know, in, in a couple hours, Jared and I will be on the road to Las Vegas. Oh, yes. We're super pumped for that. But before we touch on anything like regarding the BYU-Arizona game, we wanted to touch a little bit on something that we neglected last episode. And that is Big 12 expansion rumors. Which, yes, let's sir. be honest... It's way bigger than the Arizona game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone yeah. is more hyped about Big 12 than the Arizona game. Yeah, you know, if we beat Arizona, we get an expected victory. If we get into the Big 12, holy cow, every BYU fan in the nation will poop their pants. <laughs> oh, and us included. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> okay. Twice, okay. In a row, or? Uh, you know, that's for me to know. I think that's a little too many beans for you, Justin. <laughs> Free holes. <laughs> But seriously, I'm psyched about this. So just so everybody knows, the Big 12 had a meeting last week, and they had video conferences with BYU and UCF. Probably some other schools, but we've just really heard that they did call BYU and UCF. We've heard that being considered are UCF, Cincy, Houston, and BYU. Notably left out, Memphis, Boise State. Justin, I hear you got some hot stuff on Boise State. You know, I think I do. I think I know why Boise State isn't being included. But before we get there, you know, I I think we should talk a little bit more about that call. Okay. Because that call happened. It was just a Big 12. Like, they were just getting together to discuss whether or not they would even consider expansion. Which, at this point, why would you not? They need to. They really need need to. They need to, for sure. Now, it's... Reports came out that they had a call with BYU and with uh, yeah, and with UCF. So that's kind of big that we're already getting a call. Mm -hmm. UCF's getting a call. I'm confused. I want to hear your guys' takes, Jared and Dan. Why are they only talking to two teams? (laughs) Because if you're the Big Twelve, sure you have a conference champion, but you don't have a conference championship. Because you don't have 12 teams, you have 10. Right. With two teams leaving, bringing two teams back in just puts you back, puts you right back to that 10-team claim a conference champion without a conference championship game. How are you guys feeling about that? Well, so they do have the championship game, but they don't have like divisions, right? Where they have the winner of one division play the winner of the other. And I think like if you're trying to maintain your Power 5 status or whatever, right, and your two biggest names are leaving Oklahoma and Texas, adding BYU and UCF, no matter how much we love BYU, and how much, you know, no matter how much UCF loves themselves and likes to claim national titles, they're not Oklahoma or Texas. And so by only adding two teams, you're not going to even, you know, you're not going to fill those two footprints <clears throat> left by Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, I think the Big 12 is in some hot water. Absolutely. They're two biggest names. They're two only 
really relevant names just got kind of tired of them. Yeah. And that yep. says a lot about where the conference is at <laughs> with the rest of the teams and they need to make some noise. They need to make some smart moves if they want to stay relevant, put teams in the playoff, you know, everything that comes with that. Right. And losing Oklahoma, who is usually, you know, top 10 team, yep. yeah, top five, playoff. Yeah. playoff contender. Texas is mm. not the same. <laughs> they they would love to be, but they never happen. Right. Um, recently, <laughs> but losing losing those two, you know, kind of blue blood powerhouse programs, and then bringing in BYU and UCF, it's not like a zero sum game. There's still a step down for them. Right. Yeah. So they need to do more. They need to be really smart with how they handle this. So if they add four teams, do you think that would? Do you think that's what they should do? Do you think they should add six teams? Like, because they can't stay with eight. There's no way they can stay with eight. And honestly, no. I don't think any of us agree they could stay with ten. Not long term, right? You know, eight absolutely not. Ten again, not long term. That's that's what they've felt comfortable at ten. It seems like. They haven't added teams. They said they were going to expand back in what what was that? 20, 2016. 2016, right? A horse and pony show. And exactly. <laughs> and they didn't. They felt comfortable at 10. I'm not exactly sure why. But, you know, it did get Oklahoma to the playoff. So right. maybe there is something to it. One thing I will say, though, you mentioned, you know, teams such as Houston, UCF, BYU, and the sorts. I've heard that there's some bad blood internally with Big 12 and Houston. So Houston is getting left out of all of these calls. For basically, that you know, I I am no insider. I'm just you know reading articles about this. I'm just hearing. Therefore, you, you are know. an insider. Oh, of course, yeah. And I'm reading like ESPN and everything. <laughs> yeah. I think Houston's gonna get left out of this. Okay. This is a game for Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, and Boise State. Okay. So why then only include UCF and BYU in the call? I uh, I I don't know what to tell you except poor leadership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like maybe they have reached out and we haven't heard about it. I feel like we would have heard yeah, about it, but yeah. I don't know. It's a possibility. I think it's important to remember what the other conferences are doing mm-hmm. with the Big Ten and the Pac twelve and the ACC doing their little partnership. The big Pac Atlantic. <laughs> the big Pac Atlantic. So that I think that will be kind of mutually beneficial for all those conferences to have those extra non-conference games for you know, their schedule and whatnot. And that, and you know, in another big way, leaves the the Big Twelve out. Right. And so they need to bring in whoever they can that will kind of improve sort of the average level of their conference to improve the conference as a whole. Right. I agree. I think BYU and UCF are no-brainers. I also think Cincinnati's a no-brainer, mm-hmm. which makes right. me wonder why we're not hearing. Like, I would assume they'd reach out to Cincinnati first over UCF and BYU, right? Yeah, and you know, this is complete speculation, so I'm not going to say that this is backed by <laughs> anything at all. I haven't even read anything about this. It's just a thought that I had. Do you think Cincinnati might be waiting on the Big Ten? Mm. This, the Big Ten said it would not pilfer the Big 12. Right. It hasn't said anything about otherwise expanding. Ooh. So is Cincinnati playing their cards to get, you know, obviously the Big Ten would make more sense geographically right. for Cincinnati. Definitely. Yeah. Or they eight. have a great football program. Their basketball program is semi-decent enough Pretty to good. compete. Good you know? enough. Is that what they're waiting for? They could be. I mean, I don't know because I don't think the Big Ten has reason to expand. I think the Big Ten, out of all the conferences – uh, besides the SEC, has the least amount of reason to expand. Because the Big Ten has okay. Ohio State. They got Wisconsin, Iowa, and Penn State that are usually top 25 teams. You know, But I don't know. I th- you make a good point, and Cincinnati might be doing that. Yeah, I think if if anyone's going to expand, right now is kind of the time. Texas and Oklahoma kind of started off on this road, and now I feel like all bets are off as far as conferences not expanding and right. kind of keeping with the status quo anything could happen yeah here's my thought with this if cincinnati keeps being as good as they have been they're going to they're going to come to a point 
where they will be a financial asset to any conference they join. Right. So they'll have the viewership. I don't, they're not like a huge market, but I feel like nationwide there's a certain love for Cincinnati. Right. You know? They're the yeah. little guy. Exactly. The table, and if se. they get added into a conference, I think it'll bring revenue. It, it'll bring a good game into the conference. So I think if Cincinnati is going to keep being this good, it's only a matter of time before they get snatched. Right. Now, who's going to snatch and who's going to be left on the outside? That's the game that everyone's going to be playing. Really mm-hmm. is. I think Cincinnati Cincinnati's in the best position of anybody, right? Besides so. maybe Notre Dame. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not technically, yeah, they're, they're doing their own thing. Kind of got a path. So, I don't know. Makes a good point. I I would hope that if BYU were to go to the Big 12, it would be with the Cincinnati's and the UCF's, right? Right. That would be my hope. But, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a sticky subject, man. Yeah. We all it hope is. we go to the Big Twelve, but <laughs> we hope that we, yeah, we, we of course want to be in the in the Power Five. Now I got a big question for you. So we're speculating Cincinnati's waiting on some outside invitation. Okay, we we know that the Big Twelve doesn't like Houston, right? And we, they already have a corner in the Texas market. They don't exactly. That leaves need. us with mm-hmm. three teams: BYU, UCF, Boise State. Out of the three, the biggest money. And the best overall program obviously comes from BYU. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that leaves us with UCF and Boise State. Right. Why was UCF called over Boise State? I want to hear your guys' take before I reveal my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Justin is the, the all-knowing master. <laughs> he's, he's got his, his theories. Um, I, think- I honestly don't know. I I I got nothing. Boise State, they I mean they've been pretty good. They finished yeah a lot of a lot of New Year's six games, a lot of top twenty five finishes. They've got you know a few really good players who are kind of stars in the Mm -hmm. the league as a whole. So I mean, there's got to be something that's Mm kind of keeping them out. I'm not sure exactly what it would be. I don't know because like Dan said that. They'd make a great travel partner for BYU in the Mountain Time Zone as well for other sports yeah, like a rival for BYU, like basketballs, yeah, stuff mm, like that. Mm. That'd be fun. I think for me, the main thing is the market size of the Florida Miami market compared to the Boise market because okay. yeah. the Big Ten or the Big Twelve doesn't have anybody in the Eastern Time Zone, right? I mean, maybe the you know West Virginia. Do we count West Virginia? <laughs> I don't. Eh. No. <laughs> yeah, but. They don't have like somebody in the Florida market, which is really lucrative. So that would be yeah. my only thing. But I feel like you should still at least reach out to Boise State. I feel like you should reach yeah. out to Boise State too, and for for a reason you said because Boise State would be a rival for BYU coming into the Big Twelve. Because right. BYU going into the Big Twelve, they don't really have any rivals. The most like the biggest storyline there is Jeff Grimes being the offensive coordinator at Baylor now. Yeah. That's the biggest story. That really is it. Huh? Now, Jared, I think you almost hit the nail on the head with the market. Okay. I think it's this. If you have to choose between the two, Boise State and UCF, even though Boise State is historically better, let's think about recruiting. Okay. Mm. If you are the Big 12 and you want to unlock recruiting in a state, do you want to go to Idaho, where there's maybe one or two players a year that are decent enough to play at a Division One program? Taste honestly, home. yeah. <laughs> honestly, there might be more. You know, I'm no Idaho football expert. But yeah, I am 100% positive that whatever that number is, Florida has 100 times it. Florida <laughs> is one of Florida the best producing states for high school athletes in this nation. They produce. I think I I don't know I think they're definitely in the top three and five stars produced. I know it's no it's, definitely it's California Texas, Texas and, Florida. and then Florida yeah. California mm-hmm. Texas and Florida I'm not sure what the order is amongst the three but they're both really high up there. Mm-hmm. No, if they add BYU BYU's got that pipeline in Utah BYU's also got a sneaky pipeline in California so it West does Coast, kind yeah. of add something you know they have Texas they already have a few teams in Texas you know then they unlock Florida. Which competes with SEC, which is what they need right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that would point. be a huge get for them. Would they want to come to UCF? Maybe not. But then they have their footprint in 
the Big 12 has their footprint in Florida. Right. And can maybe snag maybe not some five stars, but maybe some four stars that would have gone to Mississippi State, that would have gone to to an LSU. To an LSU and Ole Miss. Yeah. Maybe they go to Oklahoma State. Maybe they go to Baylor. Maybe they go maybe they go to a different school. That's so that's my big theory as to why Boise State was left off the call. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I can definitely see that. Yeah, me too. That Florida definitely has a lot of good recruits. If you're a conference, you want as much of that as you can. So it makes a lot of sense for them to go for UCF instead of the Boise State route. Yeah. So if they do expand it to, we're hearing it'll be BYU and UCF, right? Mm -hmm. If they expand to four... We would like to hope Cincinnati's included. Who would be that other team? Do you think it would be Boise State? I think it's got to be Boise State. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I agree. Boise. I think that makes the most sense, especially with adding BYU. If you already add, if you already add Florida, what does adding Tennessee do to you, really? Right. Especially you know, if you're going to add Tennessee, Cincinnati, you know. which kind of has that Midwest footprint. Exactly. So I think you know at that point you have your recruiting footprint set. At that point, you just want a good team that will bring notable marquee matchups into your conference every week right and be competitive mm-hmm. yes because memphis as as much as memphis has been good in the the american i do not think they would legitimately compete in the big 12 i don't think so either i think yeah also can we just like think for a second can you imagine the marriott center with teams like Kansas mm. and Baylor oh. come to the Marriott Center. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. BYU the giant killer. Oh, goodness <laughs> Basketball. Me. It'd be like playing Gonzaga three or four times instead of twice. Yeah. Oh, I would be so stoked for that. That would be good for basketball as well. It really football. would. I really wish that basketball like had a bigger impact in this. Because if it did, BYU would be the biggest no-brainer to the Big 12, right? Yep. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, well. That's our uh, Big 12 Rumors of the Week. Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's move on to Game Week. <laughs> Finally been, here. What? We've been waiting for this for how long? How long has it been since BYU football? Mm. Oh. Oh. Too long. Too long. Too long. Yes, too long. However I'm, long it is. If it's one day, too long. One day is <laughs> one day too long. Yeah. How are we going to make it through the bye week? Oh, man. At least there'll be like other football. Yeah, there'll be other football. Games hibernate or something. Play. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we'll make it through. <laughs> Alrighty, first game, Arizona, BYU versus the Wildcats. Does anybody expect this to be close? You know, the we're projected to win by twelve point five, twelve point five point favorite. But for whatever reason, every article I'm reading. Kinda has it relatively co- close. Two score, three score game, twelve point five. I mean, that's that's barely a two score game, right? If maybe they're doing that because of the like the lack of returning production for BYU, but I feel like I mean maybe this is just the blue goggles on, you know, the mm-hmm. Y in the heart, you know, the the royal blue blood, oh, you know, yes. coursing <laughs> through the veins. Royal blue blood. I feel royal like we should at blue. least be a, like a seventeen to twenty point favorite in this game. I 1,000% agree, but I think you hit it on the head. I think the reason we lost a bunch of O-linemen, we lost our quarterback, we lost our number one receiver, and we lost our you know biggest D-lineman. I think that is the reason that everybody's kind of shaky on us. So for our listeners, and I agree with you guys, I think overall I'm pretty high on this BYU team. I think we'll go and win easily. But... Why do you think we'll win easily? How good is Arizona? You know, that's something we need to discuss. Arizona, this year, they're dealing with a new coaching staff. Completely new. Completely new. Trying to implement a completely new system on offense, completely new system on defense. The old coaching staff did not leave, you know, (laughs) did not leave the field white ready to harvest (laughs) with with recruiting. So, there's that. Bad missionaries. You know, I think this will be a very telling season for BYU. I haven't really thought about it this way until just now, until you were kind of talking about it, Dan. But this will be Kalani's test, I think, to see if he is capable of reloading instead of rebuilding every mm. three years. You know, mm. instead of going nine and three, dropping down the five and seven, building back up to nine and three, 
dropping right back down. This will be a test to see if he can <laughs> reload instead of rebuild. I would love to see that. I would love to see mm-hmm. him reload. That would be that would be great for the first time in his career. I think <laughs> <laughs> first time in a long his, time. His his first few years yeah. weren't exactly encouraging, but you know he <laughs> he he's least. gotten better. Yeah, he has. And yes. I would be kind of disappointed to see us drop off again after the year we had last year, and then kind of have to build back up, like you were saying. Especially with the weapons we have this year. Yeah, yeah. So I I think Waste he's he's put us in a pretty good place this season, but I guess only time will tell. Yeah. Arizona's put itself in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Very bad. They haven't won a game in 696 days. That's almost two years. 600 October days. 5th of 2019. Oh, Holy cow. So sad. Yeah, I don't know what everyone's doing with Arizona. No the, wonder. the one thing I have read about Arizona mm-hmm. is that they have a good secondary. Okay. A decent mm-hmm. secondary. Not good, decent. Yeah. But yeah, pass. Maybe their so strength. For a new QB, new wide receivers in a system. Maybe it's a little difficult. We got to remember that Jaron Hall isn't exactly a new QB. He's been right. with this team for a while, and he's been he's played in games. Yeah, and yeah, he's looked he has. Good. Yeah, he's looked really good. And our wide receiving core is strong, it really and is. deep. Yeah, our tight ends, amazing, incredible. So I, whereas every expert seems to think that we're gonna win in the trenches. I think we can air the ball out on this team. Maybe that's why I'm not an expert. Maybe that's why I'm sitting here <laughs> at, a, at a, a podcast you know, that we're recording. And maybe that's not why I'm on ESPN or BYU Sports Nation. But I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I'm so intrigued. I think that the biggest thing going into this game, the biggest reason BYU is going to win is they're all royal uniforms. Oh, yeah. That is key. They look so good. They do. <laughs> they got the royal helmets as well. Yep. Royal helmets, royal, royal everything. And even though Arizona has some pretty good uniforms for the game, I don't know if you guys have seen these. They're I all, haven't. They're all white which ones. Which ones are they going? Oh, they're going all white? They're going like mm. these all white guys, which they're not bad. Yeah. Not, not bad, right? Not bad. Like, they're pretty cool. But BYU's all royals. We're going to win that game. Nothing we are looks going more to win beautiful on your television screen than those all royals. Yeah. It's true. Unless you're colorblind. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not. So. But I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I think BYU is going to win really handily. I honestly think this is going to be like a 35-42 point game. And I think we'll hold Arizona to maybe 10 points. Oh, okay. Hold them to 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm be very happy with 10, that. 35, 10, something like that. Yeah. Okay, let's let's throw out score predictions. Alrighty. I'm I'm going 38 to 10. That's 38 my, to 10. That's my pick. Dan, what are you thinking? Hmm. I'm thinking it'll be a, a little bit high scoring. Okay. A little more high scoring. I think we will go. We will score 45. Okay. And they will score 13. Okay. So very high score. <laughs> okay, and I'm kind of Just feeling a little bit more like a 38 to 17. Okay, final score. Okay, mm. with my three touchdowns, it's a great game, you know. But 38 to 17, I feel like that would be. A, I I feel like that's a realistic outcome. Would that give you? So that's three touchdowns, right? Would that give you enough confidence heading into the Utah game? Uh. Because I think I think like if we were to cover the spread just barely win by fourteen or maybe ten, that I would not have any confidence mm-hmm. going into the Utah game. Yeah, that'd be a little disappointing. But Still think, a win, but kind of kind of worrying. I think three to four touchdowns though. Yeah, I, I have a one reservation about it. It depends how we score those three touchdowns. Mm. If we score three touchdowns if we win by three touchdowns, but two of those touchdowns are defensive. <laughs> that might worry me a little bit. That's great that we have a great defense, but Utah's offense is not going to commit the same errors that Arizona's offense will. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we can only win by one offensive touchdown, really, then that's that's kind of worrisome for me. Obviously, scoring winning by three touchdowns is always a hoot and a holler. It's always great. I, right. I, I'd love up. to see it. But yeah, like I said, depends on how we score our points. But I think if if we win by more than two scores, I think I'll be pretty confident going into week two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are there any other qualifiers for you guys? Like, does BYU need to do something to impress you in this game besides winning by a lot? 
Like, what else do you need to see? Because for me personally, heading into the Utah game, I need to know that Jaron Hall is not going to throw a freaking pick six. <laughs> I'm so sick of throwing a pick six against him. Oh, true. I think what I'll be looking for is the offensive line. Okay. That's okay. probably the biggest question mark for me. All and, right. we, you know, we lost a lot of good guys to the NFL, a lot of mm-hmm. people with a lot of experience, and we've got – we need some younger guys to step in and, you know, play in week one. So, I mean, Arizona is not exactly a powerhouse, but, you know, they are – they're a power five team. They have a capable defensive line. Yeah. And I, I want our offensive line to look – like clearly better than them. Exert their yeah. e- exert dominance. their dominance. Okay. Set up Jaron Hall to have plenty of time in the pocket. Open up good lanes for our backs. That's what I'll be looking for. And if we're not able to do that, I'll be a little worried <laughs> going into week two. Yeah, I I want to see Jaron Hall scramble for a first down. Okay. And either slide or get out of bounds. Ooh, <laughs> big time. <laughs> so Please. You know, I feel like if Jaron Hall has a decent game throwing the ball. And actually, and like uses his legs in a way that's not like I'm freaking out, but instead like I can make a play. Right. I think I'll be, I'll be pretty excited going in the week too. Okay. I like that. I think, I think those are all pretty good. I think we'll see all three of these. I think BYU is going to win very handily here, but I guess we'll see. Okay. So that game kicks off on Saturday. Yes. What time is it? 830? 830 8.30 p.m. 8.30 Mountain. 7.30 in Las Vegas. Yes. All right, nice That's a night game. It'll be in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Relatively in between the two schools. Yeah. How More do you think less. the fans will show? Will it be majority BYU? Does Arizona have fans that will actually show up? <laughs> do, do, they, do they question. exist out there? From what, what all I've heard, we should expect a vast majority of BYU fans there. Mm-hmm. I think most of the tickets were purchased by BYU, we're a team that traditionally travels well. Especially in Especially Vegas. Especially in Vegas. We've got a <laughs> lot of fans there. It might just be basically another home game for us. I would love to see that. I would love to see BYU fans filling the stadium. I think their stadium capacity of Allegiant Stadium is about 65,000, which is about what Lavelle Edwards holds. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see three-fourths of that BYU. Three-fourths. Yeah, that would be Looks like Arizona great. does have some fans. They rank eighth in the Pac-12 in attendance uh, okay. with an average of 45,000 people at their games. That's more than Ooh, Utah. Yeah. Actually, it is just below Utah. Utah's got 46. Oh, that's fake. 46,000. Fake news. But, yeah, I'm, I'm reading an, an article on, on kslsports.com right now, when, and it's saying something that I'm really kind of liking to see. Uh. It's saying BYU will have a sea of royal blue behind them in the 65,000-seat Allegiant Stadium. It could go down as the largest gathering of BYU football fans outside the state of Utah in program history. Love to wow. see that. <laughs> that would be <laughs> Not amazing. Not to hear the fight song sung every time we score. Ooh. Our oh, many touchdowns yeah. against Arizona. Many touchdowns. Especially coming after the COVID season with... Man. Not as many fans. Seeing that week one in the, that NFL stadium, Woo. that'll just I'm getting the chills. be so exciting. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Darth Vader's hangout is going to be rocking on Saturday. <laughs> Get pumped. Yes, it will. All right. What are some other places that's going to be rocking this weekend? We got lots of big games. Honestly, I don't think I remember a week one slate that was this loaded like for a long time. We got some great games. We do. I think one of my favorites is coming up on Thursday. Butgers Temple. <laughs> Butgers, the great University of Rutgers in, in New Jersey. Rutgers. They have uh, been down the last couple of years, to say the least. And yeah. Last year they had a little resurgence. More than a couple. Yeah. Basketball, they had an absolute resurgence. Oh, yes. True. We are Basketball big school. Butgers fans on this podcast. Oh, yes. Butgers. In fact, I was on the uh, the CFB on Fox Instagram page, and they had a little thing where it like cycles through all the teams. You screenshot to see who wins the Big Ten. Butkers is winning Big oh. Ten. Butkers winning. Oh, no, that's a hot take. You heard it here first. I think if Butkers wins the Big Ten, if Butkers makes the Big Ten championship, <laughs> I will buy 
all three of us tickets to the Big Ten Championship, and we'll fly out and go watch Buckner play. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I will. Yeah, we'll, we'll hold you accountable. <laughs> if that right, happens, you need to. By all means. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. What Where's else have we got going on on Thursday? We got a couple games on Thursday. We got some good games too. Thursday we got a good group of five matchup in Boise State against UCF. Just like we were talking about. Yeah, a couple of expansion candidates fighting for their spot. Um, where's this game at? Is this at Boise State? I think it's, it's in UCF. It's right? at UCF. Okay. Bounce House in, in Florida. Okay. So look for both of these teams to look to make a statement in yeah. week one with everything that's going on in college football. That should be an exciting and you know, competitive, passionate game. I personally think UCF is going to going to win. I don't think Boise State has it in them quite this year. I think they're reloading a little bit too much. They got a new head coach in. I think UCF is going to take this one, but I think it, like like you say, Danny, I think it's going to be very passionate, very, uh, very competitive. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the narrative the entire time too. They're fighting for a power five spot, yeah. so it'll, it'll be a fun talking point. It'll, yeah, it'll make the game a lot more fun. Yeah. What else? We Thursday we also got Big Ten action. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh yeah. Row, row, row the boat. Is Minnesota due for a comeback? Because last year they just kind of like went under the radar. Mm. I think they went 500 or something. Yeah. Like everybody just kind of forgot about them. Yeah. Some opt outs. Kind of disappointed. Yeah. But the year before, they had a great season. Almost made the Big Ten championship game. They smacked Auburn in the bowl game. What do you guys think? Is they Minnesota. Everyone. Are they coming back? Um, I'm going to say no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But on the boat. I think they're not they're not there yet. Okay. They they could come back. But I don't think this is the season where they I don't think they're equal they will equal the season they had two years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they they have a rough start against Ohio State <laughs> in week one. <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. It does not do them any favors that they're starting off their momentum train absolutely going backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Does anybody expect that game to be close? Mm, no, no, nope. I do not. I do not I expect that game to be don't. close at all. <laughs> I don't really. Ohio State is a juggernaut. All right. Next, we go on to Friday, and obviously, we're recording this on Wednesday, but <laughs> we don't know when this will be on air. So yeah, bear with us. <laughs> we'll, we'll post this on Friday, probably. Yeah. So okay. uh, tonight. Yeah, got some games. Yeah, great games going <laughs> oh, on right. tonight. We're, we're talking about Thursday retro. Oh yeah, yeah. Thursday yeah. was a great, great slate, wasn't yeah. it? All right, so entertaining. Uh, <laughs> looking back on Thursday's games, <laughs> yeah, I thought back UCF. In the time machine. How did we do? Boise State to the to the woodshed and laid fifty eight on them. Well, Cole takes oh, it'll be running. funny. It'll be funny if Boise State ends up winning that game. <laughs> then Minnesota t- takes Ohio State to the fourth. Yeah. All right, Friday night, a couple more games. This night, uh, UNC, a lot of people have been talking about them. Yes, they have. They play Virginia Tech um, on Friday, that first week. Virginia Tech, they're they're kind of a good program. They've had had some good good. years, some off years. They've been decent the last couple years. Mm -hmm. But UNC has had a lot of hype going into this season. They've got... A great quarterback. Um, this will be an important game for them, I think. Are they? They're ranked tenth in the preseason poll or something. Something like that. I don't know what the top twenty-five is off the top of my head. Getting a lot of love. And let's be honest, preseason top twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows anything? Who knows anything? It looks like North Carolina is coming in at their number ten. Okay. There we go. Number ten in the AP poll. And this game against a decent Virginia Tech team will you know, tell us if they're worthy of that or not. I agree. Some people are saying they're even better than 10th. They you know, could have playoff aspirations, but we'll see tonight. We shall see. Danny's not very happy about this. <laughs> Danny's a Duke man through and through. Dukey. Yeah. <laughs> kind of adopted. Talking of Dukies. Oh. <laughs> Michigan State, shall we? Yes, Michigan State Northwestern. Oh, brother. Uh, Northwestern had a 
had a pretty good year. They did. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh my computer started talking to me. Hello. Uh, yeah, so Northwestern, uh, are they frauds? Or are they for real? Ah, I would love, I would love to say that they are real because yeah. I think Northwestern being good is good for the big 10 because honestly, like nobody knows what goes on in the West division. That's true. Like <laughs> it's true. It's Ohio state and then Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you know, and nobody really knows who Wisconsin plays. Right. Iowa usually is a pretty good team. And I think it would be great for Northwestern to come back into relevance to make that side of the big 10 a little more. A little more competitive. Keeping the grass extra tall. Exactly. <laughs> yep. The nine-inch grass. Their specialty. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, now we come to Saturday, and let's be honest, there are just blah-blah-blah <laughs> blah, 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 games. That many Saturday. games. Yes. Too many to talk about. <laughs> really? It, it, like, Holy Cross, <laughs> UConn? Holy cow. Doesn't get better than that. <laughs> CBSSN tickets as low as $7. Ooh, no way. How's that for a Saturday activity? Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're in the... Is that at UConn? <laughs> yeah. If you're in the greater Connecticut area, just go. Seven bucks. Dude, snag it. When, when are you going to see off? UConn play Holy Cross? Maybe twice exactly a season? Exactly when. <laughs> <laughs> the only team UConn oh. plays other than... Whoever they played week one, who was it again? Fresno State. Fresno State, State right? Skawampus. Yeah, <laughs> Poor Yukon. Okay, here's a good one for you. 10 a.m. BTN. Tickets as low as $14. Who you got? What's it? What do, what do you think the team is? Um, so they're playing early morning on the Big Ten Network. On the, $14 on the Big Ten Network. Yeah. Not like a national. $14. Uh, Maryland. Ooh, close. Good guess. Even worse. Uh, Even worse than Maryland. Who, yeah. Who's left? Uh, who's that bad? Um, uh, coaches on the hot seat. Nebraska. Oh. Nebraska Fordham. <laughs> Nebraska versus Fordham. <laughs> oh, you know what? If I say Scott Frost is gonna win, he'll lose. So <laughs> Scott Frost is gonna lose because maybe he'll win. You're a powerful really, man. Honestly, do I care about Scott Frost though? Not really. So nope. I I expect Nebraska to win this game. If they However, don't, Scott Frost deserves to be immediately fired. Yep, there's no way. No way he may yeah. give him the axe. <laughs> it is funny, Nebraska has this huge, like, hundreds of games, consecutive home opener sellouts. Oh, true. <laughs> sellouts. <laughs> they're starting own one, <laughs> and they're playing Fordham. But in order to keep it, they had to have boosters buy up the rest of the seats. <laughs> oh, no <laughs> way. To keep the streak alive. Oh, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's What that's a rough. program. Ouch. Well, at the same time as that one, we've got a a Big Ten top twenty five matchup mm-hmm. okay. on Fox. Who we got? We got Penn State number nineteen at oh. number twelve Wisconsin. Now, are you guys surprised that Penn State is ranked this high, considering the year they had last year? Uh, I yes, I think this is one of those cases where the preseason poll just kind of goes with whatever who's usually good. Mm. Right and yeah, they don't actually know how good people are. Penn State's one of those programs that recently they've they've been pretty good. They've had a couple good seasons. Last year was a down year, so people are kind of expecting them to be good because that's what they were used to. But I don't have any reason to believe that they will be or not. The only thing I have faith in is in James Franklin. I think he's a good coach. He is a good coach. Yeah, he is. He that's something we can yeah, agree on. He knows how to run a program. I would not be surprised if they finish the season top twenty five. Yeah. Neither would I. But it's kinda hard to say before any games have been played. Yeah. I think Wisconsin will win this game just out of again, I don't know how good these teams are. Name recognition. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Better more recently. Exactly. All Wisconsin right. will win. Here's a game for you then. Indiana, Iowa. Who's winning that one? Ooh. Ooh. We got one thirty. Mountain on the BTN. How's that game on the BTN? What the heck? It's 17 Indiana at 18 Iowa. We got this classic Big Ten rivalry. That's an exciting game. I don't know. Is Indiana, Iowa. Indiana's got good quarterback. Mm-hmm. What's, that, what's his name? Michael Penix? Penis? No. No, what? Penix. 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 Uh, <laughs> cut that. Michael. Michael something. Yeah, Michael Penix. Michael Richard. Yeah, with that legendary touchdown that wasn't a touchdown against Penn State. Yep. 
So, you know, Indiana's on the up and up. You know, it's really surprising that Indiana's as good as they are. Though I do, do think that they'll fall off this year. I agree. I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year. And I think Iowa is going to hold the ball mm-hmm. for about 45 of the 60 minutes of playing. <laughs> yep. So As they do. If Indiana can't score in every possession, they're doomed. Exactly. And I don't mm-hmm. think they can. All right. Yeah. Uh, every, every weekend, we're going to do an ESPNU Game of the Week because mm-hmm. we love the little guys. Marquee Game of the Week. Dan, what's is our ESPNU Game of the Week this week? This week, we've got a real barn burner. Oh. <laughs> we have Louisiana Tech oh. coming to Mississippi State ay, ay, ay. for a Week Mike 1 Leach. matchup. Okay. Yeah. Mike okay. Leach has got XBYU guy. an exciting yes. team. Hopefully, we see a lot of offense in this one. Yes. And yeah, that's your ESPNU game. Tips uh, kicks off at two Mountain Time. And if you don't miss it, are in Starkville or Mississippi, and you're looking for something to do, tickets are six dollars. Six dollars. Six that's bucks. cheaper than Fordham, Nebraska. <laughs> Fordham, Nebraska. Six bucks for that. And if we're being honest, who knows what Mississippi State <laughs> throw out? Honestly, yeah. I have absolutely no clue. Let's see. Louisiana Tech can score some points. Um, looks like they normally score. I mean, last year against you know their their fellow conference USA competition, they scored what like about thirty points every game. Okay. Against HBU, do you guys even know what HBU is? Holy bunions! No. <laughs> Close. Houston Baptist. Houston oh, so Baptist. Houston Baptist okay. Huskies. They dropped sixty six points. Wow. Is Mississippi State's defense the same as Houston Baptist? Absolutely not. No, I mean, <laughs> we hope not. But, yeah, is, good, is Mike Leach going to try to burn the doors off the barn? Absolutely. So I think, you know, Mississippi State's going to win, and they're going to score an unholy amount of points in that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, I love Mike Leach. Yep. <laughs> His pressers are hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Already. Throw out the record books for this game, folks. Yes. ESPNU marquee matchup. What is the uh, <laughs> over for that game? The Shall we over see? Over under. Let's oh, see. What do we got? Louisiana Honestly, Tech. let's let's take guesses before we look it up. Before we look. Okay, you guys. Okay, you guys guess. I'm Kay. looking it up. All right, Louisiana Tech can score some points. Mississippi State has Mike Leach. Over under. I'm gonna go sixty-six point five. 66.5. I think it'll be a little lower. A lot of points. 58, 59 range. Okay, you're in the 58, 59 range. Let's see what it is. Survey says. The over under is 52.5. What? Wow. Lower than both of us thought. 52.5. What's the spread? They have Louisiana Tech losing by 22.5. Yeah. So okay. that's, so yeah, I mean, that's. I hmm. think I would take Louisiana Tech to cover. I honestly do. 22. Yeah, you know, they're expecting a, you know, 22.5, 22.5, I don't even know. I can't even do math. Like yeah. 40 to 15. Kinda, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I think I'd take Louisiana Tech to cover that. I don't think Mississippi State's that good. I don't think Louisiana Tech's very good, though. I could yeah. see them scoring, yeah, maybe 14 points. Okay. So I, I honestly don't think they'll cover. I think Mississippi State, this is Mike Leach saying that he is the next SEC genius. Saying the Bulldogs are the supreme mascot in the SEC. <laughs> exactly, yep. <laughs> for once four and for all. Bulldogs in the SEC. So many Bulldogs. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Bulldogs. Goodness Got a full doghouse in the SEC. <laughs> My goodness gracious. All right, let's go. I'm going to pick an upset. Ooh, upset alert. 10 a.m. ESPN, Western Michigan over Michigan in the big house. Mm. Western Michigan over Michigan. You know, I could see it. Battle for the worst state <laughs> bragging right <laughs> Yeah, as you can tell, uh, Jared has a certain t- uh, loathe, not Loathing. love. Definitely not love for the state of Michigan. Would you like to declare any conflict of interest for that upset pick, or is that purely based on logic and reason? Logic and reason only. There we go. As expected. (laughs) We can't can't accept that, Jared. If it was all bias, we would have accepted it. But logic and reason, we do not use logic on this podcast. Just wait. 
Jim Harbaugh. The situation. He's getting fired after game one. Oh, now that's a okay. take. You willing, you willing to put some cheeses on that? Strong feelings. No. <laughs> <laughs> Save Too yourself. much reasoning went yeah, into that. Fair pick. enough. All right. Other notable games. What do we got? We got Alabama Miami one thirty on ABC. Ooh, That'll be one. There we go. That'll be a good one. That'll yeah. be a really, really good one. San Jose State at USC. Yeah, you know that's okay. my upset alert. Oh. I I'm calling San Jose State over USC right now. Really? I'm calling it right now. San okay. Jose State How about is that? going to shock the world and beat USC week one. Okay. The bad news about this, nobody is going to be able to watch it because it's on the Pac-12 network. <sighs> so all of two people are going to be able to watch it. Yep. Uh, Stream it. SC. What? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Nothing. Do what? I didn't, I didn't Do what now? I didn't hear anything at all. Yeah, pay for the television subscription, please. <laughs> but not the Pac-12 Network, because no, we don't want them to get ratings. True. So that's why we will <laughs> not be watching that game, but we'll be refreshing the GameCast on our phones. Of course. Every five the minutes. The GameCast doesn't get much better than the GameCast. Really does not. Ooh, another upset alert. Louisiana Lafayette playing Texas. Ooh. Ooh. How are we feeling about Louisiana Lafayette? The raging Cajuns going against the Longhorns. I'll tell you one thing. I'm more confident in them than I am in Texas. Holy crud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ranked matchup. Oh, UL man. 23, Texas 21. Right. What has Texas done to What be, is going to on that? over in Austin right now? Who knows? Nothing. <laughs> is Texas good? The they probably did. No one knows. There's one game we unfortunately have to talk about. Ooh. Georgia versus Clemson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Any any reason to watch this game? Um, no. Yeah. Is there? A, uh, Apart from honestly, being probably a playoff defining game, this game does not have very much appeal to me no. personally. <laughs> mm-hmm. As much as I say that this game is going to be boring, I don't want to watch it. I'm absolutely watching this. Game. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely I mean, watching every second of it. You got it. It's on ABC. Yeah, 5.30 kickoff, yeah, number five versus number three. Game. It's perfect, man. It's definitely a big game. I'll probably be the last game. We'll probably get through three quarters of that, and then we'll have to yeah. leave for the Arizona-BYU game. And let's be mm-hmm. honest, the game will be over soon. <laughs> I, I expect Clemson to smack Georgia. I think but so, too. There are some but question hey, marks on everyone. Georgia. Question some, marks some on both teams. On, on Georgia's quarterback. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? I... Honestly, I'm kind of sick of Georgia. No, they're kind of like Notre Dame's, you know? They're kind of like, oh, these guys are good, they're good, they're good, and then they're not. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. with Texas A&M. Yeah, I'm not a huge Georgia guy. Mm-hmm. Not a huge SEC guy in general. But hey, go, <laughs> go, go, go Cougars. Cougars. <laughs> go week one football. Heck yeah. Any other games of note um, this no, opening that's, weekend? That's all I'm seeing. That's Honestly, all if you turn on ESPN... ESPN2, ABC, Fox, FS, any network, you're going to get a good game. Yeah. Like, this weekend is chock full. Oregon State, Purdue. Like, that's mm, that's, that's going to be a great game. I'd rather watch that than Georgia Clemson, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> At least the first four minutes of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I should probably watch like, <laughs> Someone got a score. <laughs> yep. We do get LSU UCLA at night. Of course, yeah. That yeah. Would be, yeah, we talked about that last podcast. Good yeah, test for be, UCLA. Absolutely. See what they're made of. Yeah. LSU, are they overrated? or mm, Was it just kind of a flash-in-the-pan year that gave them that national championship? Right. Who knows? Who knows? Guess we'll find out. And then we do have Louisville Ole Miss on Labor Day. Notre Dame Ooh, Florida State on, on Sunday. So we do have a full slate. And uh, we are excited to watch every single second of it. Mm-hmm. And to break it down. Break it down next Tuesday. Break it down for you guys. As far as opening weekends go, this is one of the better ones in recent memory for me. Oh, yes. A lot of great games. A lot of games that might have relevance towards the end of the season. Definitely. So keep an eye on some of these matchups we've talked about. Yeah. Like... Uh... Like a famous college football analyst said in a certain podcast, our main, I'll not name him, uh, he said, take your wife out early this week, because this weekend, there's a lot of football to be watched. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, and I'm sure our wives would appreciate that. Sage (laughs) advice. (laughs) Anyway, that's it for us. 
Yeah, that's I mean, week feel, one slate. Next week, feel free to tell us how wrong we absolutely were on all of our takes. Oh yes, mm-hmm. we we finally got the Instagram and the Twitter up for you guys, so you can you know follow At us. Let's talk pod. Exactly. Yep. Let's talk pod. L e s t a l k p o d. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. You can communicate with us. You can you know banter with us. We love it. So yeah. Yes. Looking the. Yep. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Slide into those DMs. Let us know what games you liked. Oh yeah, the website. Let's talk podcast.com. Yes, that Go one is there. not Let's Talk Pod, though. Let's Talk Podcast. Full Let's name. Podcast. And also it is very new, so <laughs> no <less. laughs> We technically do have a website. Yes. There's technically it's one, online. <laughs> Does it Look have much us. content? No. But it's online. It's it, a we'll be getting there. It's a website. We have some plans to do like some weekend watch guides. Mm. You know, like who you if you're a BOU fan, you should cheer for these teams this week. So yep. we'll get those up in the future this week. First week of school, it's been a little crazy, but yeah, yeah, here we go. I mean, this is college football. This is what we're here for. Anything else? I think. We're well, good, right? you got something. There, there once was a quarterback for the professional football team in Washington named RG three. Okay. Mm. He had a great season, rookie year. Yeah. Cut short by injury. Oof. And you know what he did that off season? What? What? He worked. He worked hard. He got this big Adidas deal. Okay. And you know what their motto was? What? What? All in for week one. <laughs> All in for week one. <laughs> so that's that's how I'm approaching this. That's how our podcast is approaching this. Week one is finally here. Yes. Let's get our TV remotes. Get our snacks. Oh yes. Warm up our channel changing <laughs> technique. <laughs> and let's get all in for week one, baby. Oh yeah. All in for week one. Let's go. Alright, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Les Talk. <laughs> LES Lavelle Everest Stadium. Thank you. We hope that you enjoyed taking sports way too seriously with us, just like we love doing. Just wait for our recap of week one. All in for Ooh, week one. Baby. Woo! We need to come up with an outro. <laughs> That was a good outro.